listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. The weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service. Educational and motivational to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now, here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 324, entitled Leaf Cleanup Tips for Small Lawns. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every weekend, of course, for the questions, the comments, and the uh, messages uh, that you guys have been uh, sending through. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and uh, we are, uh, you know, finally into uh, October. Uh, definitely the home stretch, uh, especially if you're here uh, in North America. And uh, in Europe, uh, I would say as well, uh, the home stretch uh, to the lawn care season. This is uh, basically uh, the final push. Uh, I think we'll get uh, maybe uh, anywhere from four to maybe six more weeks of uh, actual uh, lawn care. I guess it depends on your uh, uh, where your actual uh, geographical uh, location lies. Uh, for those areas that I mentioned, uh, and how the uh, the weather uh, plays out in those uh, parts, and the temperatures, I guess, are the biggest uh, factor in uh, determining uh, how long of a season we get. Uh, it's very strange, always, uh, uh, you know, these last few years, um, you know, with climate change and things, how things have uh, changed, um, and I've seen, you know, firsthand uh, being uh, in business for sixteen years. Uh, you know, customers will typically ask me when uh, sort of the mowing wraps up for the season. And I always say, you know, it's very strange for the first, you know, 10 years uh, in business, uh, like clockwork, Halloween would mark uh, that last uh, final week of lawn mowing. But uh, in the last few years, especially the last five years, uh, that has changed. And uh, I've had years where uh, the weather's been uh, very, very mild, and I've mowed all the way till the first week of December. So I got a whole extra month of November of weekly mows in. Um, to uh, years uh, consistently where now it's sort of mid-November. And the same is actually on the flip side of that too, of when the season starts. Typically for those first uh, 10 years, it was always April 1st would mark uh, the start of the season where now it's, uh, you know, mid-March uh, where customers are, you know, reaching out to me saying, hey, when are you coming uh, to uh, mow the lawn? Uh, you know, it's already starting to need a cut and stuff. So uh, very, very uh, interesting uh, with uh, sort of uh, how that climate change is really uh, impacting uh, the seasons. Uh, for me, at least, it's making uh, my typical lawn season uh, at least a month longer uh, when you uh, factor in uh, the two weeks uh, earlier start and a two week uh, later uh, finish in the season. Um, but uh, for others, it might uh, impact it more uh, negatively. Uh, but like I said, uh, between four to six weeks to go uh, before uh, sort of that winter off season for me. Uh, and uh, this is also the time of year where, uh, you know, we get into uh, those uh, leaf uh, cleanups uh, starting as well. Now, uh, so in this episode, I wanted to share uh, for you guys, especially you guys that are uh, just starting out uh, with your lawn care business, uh, maybe this is your first season or your second season in, uh, I want to share some of the tips um, 
that I use uh, when doing uh, leaf cleanups, uh, especially being uh, a solo uh, operator in my lawn care business uh, the maturity of the year. Uh, so, you know, having to deal uh, with, uh, you know, the complete leaf cleanups and stuff myself. These are some of the tips and stuff uh, that I've used uh, over the years um, to make things easier, to make things uh, go a lot more uh, smoothly. Uh, now, before we get into it, I just wanted to uh, mention as well, uh, we're a few uh, weeks away now uh, from the GIE Expo uh, 2021. And I wanted to mention, of course, uh, that uh, discount uh, code uh, Julio J U L I O. If you're thinking about uh, you know heading out uh, to the show, you can get fifty percent off uh, your show passes. Uh, so that offer of fifty percent off is valid until through uh, the end of the day on Sunday, um, October seventeenth. So that's your final chance, um, Sunday, October seventeenth, uh, to use uh, those uh, discount codes that you see. Um, you know, from uh, some of your um, you know, favorite uh, uh, content creators and stuff uh, that you may follow uh, on social media. Uh, and mine, uh, of course, is, uh, like I said before, uh, discount code is Julio, J-U-L-I-O. Uh, there'll be a link in the podcast show notes if you want to uh, use that discount code. Uh, there. Uh, but like I said, uh, Sunday, October 17th, that's your final chance to uh, get show passes at the 50% uh, discounted rate. Uh, on uh, Monday, October 18th, um, your only option will then be uh getting your show passes at the GIE Expo uh, itself at the door and paying uh, full price uh, for those uh, discount or sorry, those uh, prices, uh, those passes. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, if you're thinking about uh, doing it, uh, you know, this is uh, uh, the time to uh, make sure you get in on those uh, savings and uh, get all those show passes uh, for you and your crew at 50% off using code Julio. So, uh, like I said uh, at the uh, top of the show here, uh, this week's uh, episode is all about uh, leaf cleanups. Uh, typically for the smaller lawns is the, um, you know, sort of focus of this episode, small to medium-sized lawns, I would say. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of these tips can be used, um, with larger lawns as well. Uh, but, uh, we're going to be talking about it from sort of the point of view of being a solo uh, operator, um, and, and getting these jobs done yourself. Of course, again, these tips can work with a, a crew, uh, and, you know, that sort of thing. But um, typically, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, going at it from the point of view and from my own experience over the past 16 years of doing uh, these types of uh, jobs. So I would say tip number one is to uh, assess the job and your client. And what I mean by that is uh, typically, you know, depending on where you live and depending on how the leaves fall, for me, of course, in the Pacific Northwest, we get to all that rain. So that typically means that leaves this time of year are always wet. Even, um, you know, if it hasn't rained in the last uh, a day or so, you know, rain is, you know, it's always happening. So it's, it may not have rained, you know, yesterday, but the day before it would have rained those leaves, uh, especially if, you know, they're coming down um, quite often, they're going to be matted together. Um, so they're not going to have time to dry out. Um, so, 
you know, assessing those types of situations. If you're in an area where, where, you know, the leaves or you're not getting a lot of rain uh, and, you know, typically uh, drier conditions, then uh, you may be able to go about uh, some of these things differently. And then the other thing I would say, too, is uh, when assessing the job and the client uh, is basically thinking about, um, you know, does the leaf clean up? Are you doing uh, a leaf clean up in the point of view of you're waiting for, the leaves all to come down and then only then are you going out and doing uh, leaf cleanups uh, so you're you know waiting uh, maybe till the end of the season you may uh be taking on jobs from uh, non-regular clients and doing that where you're, you know, they're calling you just to do a leaf cleanup. So they're waiting until the end of, uh, you know, sort of leaf season when everything's fallen, the trees are all bare and now they want to uh, have you come and clean them up. Uh, where my sort of perspective is because I'm, uh, you know, typically only servicing clients that I service on a weekly basis for their lawn mowing, uh, and I don't do uh, one-off jobs anymore, uh, I'm uh, addressing those leaves each and every week. Uh, so depending on the situation, we've all seen uh, and done leaf cleanup jobs where you can go and you... You're at the customer's property. You're going to do, uh, you know, maybe their weekly mow. The leaves are coming down. You're cleaning up the leaves, and you know, typically I can do like uh, start on uh, you know a front lawn. I'll get that done, uh, mowed and trimmed up, and all the leaves cleaned and all stuff, and then I'll head to the back lawn and do that. And by the time I finish that and come back to the front to load up to leave, you know, there's leaves already on the ground uh, on the front lawn. So you want to sort of assess that situation and, you know, make the customer understand as well that uh, it is the fall and typically that is what is going to happen. Um, You know, if you think of it from the point of view of a customer who may be going to work in the morning and you're showing up uh, in the middle of the day to do, uh, you know, their mowing and their leaf cleanup uh, and then you leave and then, you know, they get home in the evening and the lawn is covered in leaves again. It may look to them uh, that, like you didn't show up, that you didn't do anything. Uh, so just being, um, you know, clear with that client when assessing the job of what time uh, or part of the season is it? Are you in the middle of sort of that leaf, uh, you know, uh, season where leaves are constantly coming down uh, to just make it clear to them that you will, you know, clean the leaves. You're going to be doing that. And uh, that, uh, you know, that doesn't mean that uh, there won't be more leaves, obviously covering the lawn, uh, you know, the moment that you leave. Now, this isn't so much of an issue uh, for me, typically, because um, I don't take leaves uh, or debris away with me for most of the year. Now, I've talked about this on uh, the podcast before, where, you know, most, uh, or not most, all houses here have uh, green waste bins, so big rolling carts uh, that the city uh, picks up uh, each week uh, on the mowing day for that neighborhood. And these green waste carts are used for your grass clippings, your leaves, uh, anything that is compostable, basically. You can put food scraps and all that sort of stuff in it. Uh, and the city will take that away each week on garbage day. It's a separate uh, garbage truck that comes by to pick up just green waste from every single house. And then the city takes it away and uh, composts it. Uh, so for me, I'm not taking 
that stuff away. So it's a little bit easier because a customer can, you know, quickly peek into their own bin to see if I had uh, showed up today, if it wasn't, uh, you know, evident in, you know, how it would normally be throughout the season when you're just doing a lawn mowing, you can clearly see uh, the edging and the, you know, the stripes on the lawn and all that sort of stuff. Uh, when it comes to leaf season, this can be a little bit more difficult because of course, uh, you know, you leave and um, if it's a windy day, uh, typical, uh, which is typical here um, in the fall, those Pacific Northwest storms uh, that are rolling through constantly, you know, you get the wind, you get, uh, those heavy rains and stuff like that. Like I said, the lawn can be covered in leaves again uh, by the time that customer uh, comes home. And, you know, they may not know if you showed up or not. And I've had customers go and just, you know, check their bin and see uh, that, uh, you know, if uh, there's leaves and stuff in the bin. And typically uh, it's uh, pretty easy to see because uh, this time of year you can, uh, uh you know, very uh, easily fill that bin um, or get very close to filling uh, that bin, depending on the size bin uh, that those uh, customers may have opted for uh, for their particular property. And sometimes uh, on the bigger properties that I have, uh, the customers will have multiple bins to use as well. Uh, so you want to be able to uh, basically, uh, you know, assess that job and figure out what sort of leaf cleanup you're going to be doing. Now, on really small properties, um, I will strive for uh, doing a complete leaf cleanup each and every week. And by this, what I mean is uh, I'm cleaning out not only the leaves that are on the lawn, but I'm cleaning out the leaves that are on, uh, you know, in the garden beds and all that stuff as well. And uh, in some properties, though, that I have that are lined with very large trees that, um, you know, the leaves are uh, constantly falling, that they're, uh, you know, it's a large job each and every week that you show up uh, to do the, the lawn mowing, uh, that the lawn is, you know, completely covered in leaves each week. What I typically do with those ones um, is I will concentrate on uh, the leaves on the lawn first uh, and worry just about that, uh, as well as obviously, you know, paved surfaces, so sidewalks, uh, driveways, things like that. But I'm not so concerned with leaves uh, in the garden beds and stuff. And like I said, it's assessing the particular situation. So like for the houses that I'm referring to, the garden beds are uh, just basically shrubs. There's no flowers or even exposed garden beds uh, per se. It's just uh, maybe cedar hedges and things like that. So I'm not so worried about uh, those areas until the very end. Uh, and what I mean by that is just the end of the season. Uh, so typically I will just go there each week, concentrate on those leaves that are covering the lawn, covering the sidewalks and paved surfaces and all that sort of stuff get all that taken care of. And I don't worry about the leaves that are in, um, those surrounding areas. Uh, and the customer understands this as well, because like I said, the moment that I leave, um, the, the leaves are constantly coming down. So, you know, within an hour or so, the whole lawn is covered in leaves again. So it's not like it's an eyesore that you see leaves uh, in the garden beds or around those areas and stuff because typically the, the entire lawn is covered. And it's just about basically chipping away at that job 
to be able to mow the lawn and all that sort of stuff and uh, get it uh, as tidy as possible so that the end result, the finished um, you know, <clears throat> job at the end of the season isn't this just ginormous mountain of leaves that you have to tackle, uh, which could be with, you know, especially with all the rain and stuff that we get, uh, could be uh, a huge challenge. So tackling the job, chipping away at it each week and doing what I can um, is what I mean about assessing sort of that job uh, and that client, um, knowing that that client is okay with that, that client understands that uh, and they're fine. And typically, like I said, some of the smaller houses that have, uh, you know, the garden beds, they might have flowers and uh, all those sorts of things. Those are the ones typically where I'm going to blow out um, those uh, garden beds and all that sort of stuff to make sure I'm doing a complete uh, leaf cleanup uh, on those as well. But for me, um, it sort of works out that those larger properties, um, at least where I am, are more about the shrubs and stuff like that. when it comes to those garden beds and it's those smaller properties that have um, more of the ornamental gardens and stuff where, um, you know, I have to blow them out. So it's not really uh, a huge deal. It sort of all uh, balances out. So that's step number one, assess uh, the job and assess your client. uh, Step number two, you, when, you know, tackling a leaf cleanup, a weekly leaf cleanup uh, on these uh, typical jobs, you have to change up the way you're doing it. Of course, you know, typically when you're showing up for a client's uh, house to do a lawn mowing job, um, you know, you would start off uh, typically um, with your trimming. I think 99.9% of the jobs that I do, I start off with the trimming, uh, then I do the edging, then I'll mow uh, the lawn uh, and then uh, blow off all of the hard surfaces and all that stuff at the end. Uh, there's one lawn uh, that I do, the larger farm property, <clears throat> when I'm going there for a, you know just to mow on a weekly basis, where the first thing I do is mow that property. And basically because it's more of a rough cut, uh, it's not a manicured lawn, there's no real edging to do or anything like that. Uh, so basically uh, with that uh, job, because it's sort of just a, more of a rural property, farm property, I'm just mowing it uh, and then uh, I would go and just do the uh, trimming at the end just to get the areas that the mower uh, couldn't get into and then uh, do uh, the blowing at the final uh, you know, end uh, product there. But when it comes to leaf cleanup season, you have to change up the way you do things uh, and uh, kind of uh, strategically uh, think about uh, what's the most efficient uh, way to do this. So, of course, if you were to go out and start, uh, you know, trimming and then uh, doing your uh, mowing and then blowing at the end, um then, of course, you would have uh, an issue because you might get all the leaves and stuff off of the actual lawn. But if you have those flower beds and things that you need to uh, blow out, uh, then, you know, what are you doing now? Now you're blowing leaves back onto the lawn that you just mowed and stuff like that. And uh, you're then either going to have to rake that stuff up or you're going to have to, you know, uh, get that mower and mow them up again. So thinking strategically to increase the efficiency of those jobs uh, will help the day go smoother. So when you're mowing or showing up to a property, typically what I do first is grab the blower first. So what you want to do is blow out, uh, you know, all the sidewalks, blow the driveways. If you are doing the flower beds and all that sort of stuff, 
you want to blow all the leaves onto the lawn. This will make, uh, you know, handling the leaves a lot easier uh, and, uh, you know, just makes the, the whole job go a lot smoother. So that's your first step is blowing all those leaves onto the lawn. Now, typically uh, what I'll do uh, second is I will, uh, because I've blown all the leaves, I'll usually leave a perimeter. Um, so all the leaves are sort of all into the middle of the lawn. Now I can go back to my normal sort of routine, grab the trimmer, trim around the perimeters of the lawn, because like I say, as I've blown leaves off of sidewalks and stuff like that, I've blown them and left a bit of a, a perimeter there, and uh, I can get on, get in there and, uh, you know, trim uh, all those edges, uh, do the edging, all that sort of stuff, and uh, get that all taken care of. Uh, now, if this isn't possible then obviously you can reverse that as well and you just have to assess the properties and what's more efficient for you. You may want to uh, get in there and, uh, you know, mow uh, that first and and do that first and then do your trimming and edging at the end. Uh, you know, like I said, it's completely up to you in terms of uh, uh, what's the most efficient way uh, for you to do it. For me, it's uh, doing the trimming and edging first just because of the way uh, that I kind of uh, blow those leaves and kind of round them up uh, into the middle. Now, this is the part... Um, you know, I'm a big believer in the uh, work smarter, not harder. And for me, that means using the lawnmower uh, to pick up those leaves. Uh, so that's typically why I'm blowing all those leaves onto the lawn. And uh, I'm not going to be using uh, a rake or anything like that or tarps or, or stuff like that. Uh, because uh, like I said, it's just easier for me uh, to use uh, the lawnmower uh, and uh, to to have that, uh, you know, clean up the leaves. Uh, so my next tip <clears throat> is to, uh, you know, after blowing uh, the leaves all onto the lawn, is to use a handheld blower as well. Now, <clears throat> this doesn't mean to use a handheld blower for the whole job, but to use a handheld blower for in those flower beds, in those bushes, because, uh, you know, it's so much easier to maneuver a smaller handheld blower in those tight, confined areas uh, than with a big, you know, PB9010 on your back and trying to go, you know, squeeze between, say, some cedar hedging and uh, the house and sort of, you know, that with a you know, a big uh, tube, and, you know, and trying to figure that out and, and maneuver and get the leaves where you want them to go, where a handheld blower, you can get it into smaller areas and stuff. So I typically will have both of those uh, blowers with me. I'll have, uh, you know, a big backpack blower for the, you know, the bulk of that job, and then just use that handheld blower uh, <clears throat> for getting in around those tighter areas in those bushes where I can't uh, maneuver as easily uh, with a backpack uh, blower on. It's just a lot easier. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, make the job go a lot quicker because you can get those leaves uh, exactly where you need them uh, to go. Instead of typically, you know, with a backpack blower, like I said, you can't get into areas and sometimes because of not being able to, um, 
you know, uh, manipulate or maneuver that bl- uh, blower tube exactly how you want it. You might get leaves sort of uh, coming back at you or going into spots where you don't really want and creating more work. So having a smaller, uh, nimble, uh, handheld blower with you as well will uh, make the job uh, go a lot uh, easier as well uh, to get all of those leaves uh, all blown uh, onto the lawn and uh, ready for that next step. So uh, before we continue, I'm just going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. So stay tuned. Hey, Lenny Magno with Exmark here with some food for thought when it comes to choosing the right zero-turn mowers. What do you value in a zero-turn mower? Productivity, reliability, cut quality, or a combination of each? At Exmark, we're constantly listening to our customers to ensure our Laser Z mowers deliver the right features, productivity, and uptime performance to help them grow their business. Visit xmark.com to learn about the innovations that make the Laser Z the green industry's most trusted zero-turn mower. Okay, so on to the next step now. So now we've got uh, all those leaves blown onto the center of the lawn. Like I say, I like to uh, work smarter, not harder. Uh, so that means using uh, the lawn mowers. So uh, for me, what I found uh, when it comes to leaf cleanup season, one of the first tips that you want to do right off the bat is a tip I shared last week with mowing lawns in the rain, and that is raising that pitch of the deck uh, to increase airflow. Uh, So you want to do this. This helps um, bag uh, those lawns uh, or and those leaves a lot easier. Uh, Airflow is key, again, just like uh, it is with uh, mowing lawns in the rain, mowing wet grass. Uh, You want to keep that air going uh, and you want to be constantly monitoring um, that lawnmower bag. Uh, So typically, when I'm doing this, um, you know, to avoid clogs and things like that, uh, you know, your best indicator is uh, looking at that lawnmower bag, that fabric bag. Uh, when you're, uh, you know, just typically starting out and you turn on uh, the blades um, or you engage the blades, you're going to see that uh, lawnmower bag, whether you're using a Xmark Commercial 30 type mower um, or, you know, like a walk behind mower or stand on mower with a bag or attachment. If you're using those fabric bags, um, and typically this is one of the reasons why I really like the fabric bags. Not only do they, um, you know, keep the dust down versus sort of the big aluminum catchers, uh, but, um, you know, you can uh, visually see uh, how the bagging is going. So uh, what I mean by this is that uh, when you first engage those blades, you'll see that bag puff up uh, like a balloon. So you know you're getting full uh, bagging efficiency at that time. And as I'm going along the job, I just keep uh, my eye on that bag. Because if the bag clogs, um, you know, that... uh, sort of puffed up look completely deflates the top of the bag and stuff it sinks and you know there's no more airflow there's no more things so there's a clog um, and typically this is because the bag is full but you can even see throughout the mowing um, how that deflation uh, will start to lessen and lessen and lessen and until that point where um, it just kind of stops and the fabric kind of drops uh, so this is typically uh, what I'll do. And what you want to do as well is to uh, really keep your eye on this uh, because it'll help you uh, 
um, prevent those clogs. Uh, and, you know, depending on your bag or setup, uh, this could be uh, very important because, you know, uh, if you've got, um, you know, a typical, say, maybe a zero turn that has a bagger system on the back, even if, uh, with uh, fabric bags and stuff, if it's got like a tube or something that those leaves and stuff have to go through, um, the last thing you want to do is not pay attention to that and then have it clog. And now you have this whole tube clogged up and, you know, you're having to get in there and unclog it. And uh, it becomes more difficult if you catch it just before that, um, you know, that deflation happens, then you can empty those bags that they're like, you know, 98% capacity um, just before it stops. And you've prevented any clogs at the same time. And it makes, again, that efficiency a lot faster. You're not spending a lot of time unclogging uh, those baggers. So, uh, that's one thing, uh, you know, that you want to do is keep an eye on the, the bagger, um, that you're using to, uh, pick up those leaves. Check that, uh, keep an eye on that inflation. You've got that, uh, pitch raised, uh, to increase that, um, bagger efficiency, that uh, airflow. And, uh, typically this is what I'll do. So with me, with those properties, because they all have that rolling cart, I don't, you know, have any need um, to have tarps out or anything like that, because basically I can just roll that cart to where I'm at. Um, you know, you, that part of the lawn that I'm at, have the cart nearby and open. And then uh, as that bag fills, then I just take it off, drop it into uh, the cart, put it back on and get going again. And typically, um, you know, this is um, how I'll do. Uh, and basically what I'll do is um, do a complete pass uh, first of uh, basically putting my stripes down as normal. And then at the end, because you will get stray leaves, you will get leaves that kind of get blown uh, uh, just from the air and stuff that's happening around the more you'll get leaves that go in uh, different directions and stuff. So I don't really worry about that in the beginning. I will just go through, do all of it, and then uh, typically just do a really quick second pass uh, to pick up any um uh, stray leaves or anything like that, or sometimes I'll, uh, you know, if there's a bunch of it, I might uh, uh, grab that blower again, uh, typically the handheld blower uh, in this case, uh, because there won't be as many leaves left, and then kind of uh, blow them into a concentrated area and do that sort of second pass there uh, to pick up uh, the rest of the leaves uh, in that situation. So uh, that is uh, the second or uh, the, the tip there for uh, using your mower is to raise a pitch, keep your eye uh, on the blower. Now, my next tip um, that I've uh, found as well that really helps with leaf season is using mulching uh, blades on your mower. And this is why I think um, I've done really well uh, with the Xmark uh, Commercial 30 uh, for leaf cleanups is uh, because <clears throat> not only does it make raising uh, the rear pitch of the deck really high with its sort of one-handle uh, rear height adjustment uh, on the back of that mower, but also that mower comes standard with gator-style mulch blades. Uh, so it makes, uh, you know, really um, quick work uh, of leaves. Uh, and uh, for me, this is important having the mulching because of those bins, those carts, because I'm not taking away uh, the leaves. So if you're using, say, just strictly high uh, lift blades um, on a mower, 
They work great, of course, with a high lift. They will uh, suck up the leaves and all that stuff very great. But what they do is they don't chop up the leaves uh, enough. Uh, so this will typically take a lot more volume uh, in uh, that rolling bin. You're going to fill, whether it's your trailer, if you're taking leaves away, uh, or you're going to fill the bins, uh, or if you're using, uh, you know, those like craft paper leaf bags, whatever case uh, or scenario you use to manage the leaves, it's going to take a lot more volume uh, if those leaves aren't mulched down. Um, so, uh, you know, having mulch, gator style mulch blades uh, are going to uh, really help you out uh, if you're having to bag lawns. You, it may be counterintuitive to think to have mulching blades on a mower that you have a bagger set up on, but uh, trust me, it makes uh, a world of difference um, if you're bagging because um, it will... Uh, you know, uh, reduce the amount of volume it takes. Uh, and I can, you know, typically use one of these bins uh, and fill way more leaves that you would look at and be like, there's no way you're going to fit all these leaves on this yard in that bin. With mulching blades on, you will. It will uh, reduce uh, uh, them to such a, a small, um, uh, you know, uh, size that you can fit just so much more uh, in a bin, just densely uh, compacted in the bin. Now, this is another tip uh, that I do with those larger uh, properties. It isn't so much of an issue, like I say, with the commercial 30 on the smaller uh, uh, properties, because like I said, the commercial 30 comes with the uh, gator baits. And uh, just because it's typically small properties, um, you know, these uh, shoebox type homes that I talk about. Um, there's not really an issue uh, where, you know, a couple passes and I can get everything in the bin and we're good. And properties where even, um, you know, where it's so big and the trees are massive uh, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of trees, a lot of volume of leaves. Typically, these are the lawns um, that I talk about uh, where uh, I might be assessing that job and just doing it, um, you know, week to week where I'm not... Um, you know, worrying about doing the full cleanup, spick and span, making sure uh, everything is uh, off the lawn a hundred percent. These are the ones where I'm going to be doing it, uh, you know, a little by little each week and tackling that job piece by piece. Uh, one of the tricks that I found uh, that worked fantastically uh, with uh, my Xmark turf tracer, the 36 inch turf tracer, uh, again, um, with having uh, the gator blades uh, on that uh, particular mower uh, with that side sort of factory cloth bagger as well was to uh, when, you know, I'm first starting off is I'll uh, do my first pass with that mower and it of course starts to uh, obviously mow and mulch and bag at the same time. But what I'll do, because I found uh, with uh, that particular mower, I believe it has a three, the factory bagger kit for that is like a three bushel uh, bagger. Uh, so when you're getting, when you have a lot of leaves, you, you're not going to get to or very far before you're going to need to go and empty uh, that bagger. So what I found with that particular more, my sort of plan of attack that worked fantastically, uh, was that what I'll do is I'll just put the bagger on that mower, uh, start to mow, uh, 
uh, and I'll get maybe, you know, 20, 30 feet or whatever the case may be, uh, before that bagger, uh, you know, deflates and starts to, uh, you know, is completely full. Uh, but those leaves are very loose in there. Um, so what I'll do then is I just continue on and now because the bagger is basically clogged, uh, but because I have those mulch blades on those gator mulch blades, the mower will start to mulch all those leaves and you'll see obviously the trail left behind of brown leaves, um, over the lawn. And, uh, so what I'll do is I'll just do this on purpose and I'll just start going over, uh, the entire lawn. Uh, with those mulching blades and the bagger clogged on the side because I want to mulch the leaves uh, beforehand. So I'll do a couple of passes there uh, and just get the leaves uh, mulched down as much as possible, uh, almost to the point where uh, the complete lawn is no longer green. It's you know completely brown uh, with this layer of finely mulched leaves all over it. Uh, and once I've attacked uh, the whole lawn in this way, uh, what I'll do is I'll go uh, to wherever, whether it's the bin or, uh, you know, in some cases, uh, uh, clients will have... Um, compost piles or areas for me to dump the leaves in uh, I'll go and dump that bagger with that initial set of leaves that are in it the sort of larger uh, pieces that were uh, there at the first uh, you know that first point and then put the bagger back on I'll head back to um, my starting point and now I start to actually bag the leaves and because they're already pre-mulched so finally um Number one, the mower has no issue uh, bagging them up, uh, but it also fits way more in that bagger. I can probably fit, you know, three to four times uh, the capacity. So if that bagger is like a three bushel bagger, I can probably fit at least nine bushels of what would have taken nine bushels of uh, bagger space into that three uh, bushel uh, bagger. Uh, because you've just chopped it up so finely. Uh, so I can do, you know, huge sections uh, of the lawn uh, and picking it up. And now it's uh, cleaning up all those leaves again, uh, all those finely mulched leaves. And the lawn is going back to sort of, you know, the green grass color as it picks up sort of that layer of mulched leaves on top. And I've reduced not only the amount of space uh, that, uh, all those discarded leaves are going to take, but also reduce the amount of time uh, it's taking me because I'm not constantly having to stop every 30 feet. And, uh, you know, in some of those properties I'm doing, you know, if they have um, obviously uh, the bin, uh, it wouldn't fit everything into the bin, but uh, some of the ones that have even a spot to dump means I'm having to travel to maybe the back uh, end of the property going around the house or something like that. Uh, you know, and if you're doing that, you know, 30 feet of uh, mowing and picking up leaves and having to go around the house and around the property to the back, you know, sort of corner of the lot and dump and then come back around the front and go back another 30 feet and then go back around, it, you know, can take forever. So just by Allowing the bagger to clog on purpose on that property with those mulching blades on and uh, tackling it um, that way, 
then uh, you don't you can really uh, save a bunch of time and space uh, with those uh, types of properties uh, as well. So just another uh, tip there. Of course, this year uh, I'll be changing things up uh, as well uh, for me and experimenting uh, with that uh, Xmark uh, Navigator as well. And that one has a nine and a half bushel uh, hopper uh, box uh, on the back of it. Uh, so we'll be seeing that, uh, how that works. Uh, and that mower has a combination. It has uh, these uh, mulching blades on it uh, already, uh, sort of a combination. They're not gator style blades, uh, but they are sort of a mulch blade uh, on there because of course that mower has that sort of a convertible deck where you can uh, adjust those baffles and uh, you know choose um, sort of a combination uh, mulch and uh, bag uh, combination on that mower so you can uh, have that mower set to bag 100% or you can close off uh, those uh, baffles uh, to that sort of uh, blower vac system and uh, have it uh, you know mulch 100% or uh, you know sort of uh, anywhere in between uh, that as well and have a combination of uh, where it's uh, bagging and mulching. Uh, so it's already got sort of those mulch blades on it. Uh, so I'll be uh, experimenting this year uh, with that mower and seeing uh, how that does. Uh, and, uh, you know, of course, uh, with its uh, nine, uh, you know, uh, bushel bagger, uh, that's obviously uh, going to allow me, uh, you know, a lot uh, uh, more room uh, to be able to uh, uh, go. I know with my farm property at least so far uh, where I've been trying it you know the leaves aren't uh, uh, crazy uh, falling yet uh, they are falling uh, but the, it's not too too crazy but uh, you know on the, the my largest property I'm able to go and do the mowing on that property uh, completely without having to stop uh, until the end uh, and dumping uh, that uh, nine uh, bushel bagger and it's a uh, uh, almost uh, completely full uh, by the time I finish uh, mowing on that property where, you know, if I was uh, trying to bag um, with the turf tracer on that property, um, you know, it would be constant trips uh, and that's a really large property. So uh, their compost is in the uh, far back uh, reaches of the property. So it's a quite a, a ride from where the lawns are to where uh, they want uh, their uh, compost stuff dropped. Um, so, and that's typically on that property. Why with the turf tracer, I went to just side discharging, um, for, you know, most of the year, uh, when I'm uh, mowing, of course I was doing it, uh, all the time. Uh, but when it came to leaf season last year, uh, with all the leaves uh, falling and stuff, um, you know, it was just huge amount of time it took with the turf tracer, um, not being able to, uh, bag essentially because I would be there, um, for weeks if I was having to bag, uh, with that, uh, uh typical unit because, uh, you know, it just fills up so quickly, uh, and then having to go back and forth. So I was, uh, using that technique of, uh, trying to mulch them down first and, and go there. <clears throat> so with the uh, navigator, I think it'll be a lot easier uh, on me, uh, to be able to be obviously number one in a seated position on those bigger properties and to have that sort of whole vacuum system. Uh, but I'll be putting that to the test, uh, this fall, uh, on that, uh, particular property. So if you're, um, interested in that, uh, stay tuned uh, to uh, uh, not only the podcast, but uh, my YouTube channel as well as I share uh, some of the results that I get uh, with that particular uh, more. So 
That brings me uh, to my last and final tip, uh, and that is, especially um, if you are doing leaf cleanups like I do, where it's part of the weekly mowing, um, is to make sure that you are charging appropriately uh, for those leaf cleanups. The uh, Very easy to overlook uh, the fact that you are uh, just mowing the lawn as normal, and the mower is picking up those leaves. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of times the customer can um, see that as well and think that, you know, um, you're not doing a leaf cleanup, you're just mowing the lawn and the leaves are getting picked up. But of course, you know, even not sitting out there with rakes and doing that and having the mower do it, it does take longer to do that property with leaves than it would uh, if you were just out there mowing uh, straight. And of course, you know, having to uh, blow the leaves beforehand uh, when you get there, changing up the sort of those steps, blowing the leaves out of the flower beds and all that sort of stuff onto the lawn. You know, it's all extra steps. It's all extra time. You're going to have to empty that bagger a lot uh, more often um, than you would if you were just mowing. So you have to uh, make sure that you charge appropriately. So for me, what this means is uh, I add a, a basically an add-on um, service charge uh, for uh, leaps, and I uh, all customers know about this uh, beforehand. It's laid out. Um, you know, when I go and do a quote for a customer. If they're calling me to quote, um, you know, regardless of what time of the year it is, if it's the spring or whatever, uh, and they want a price for lawn mowing, um, in the uh, estimate uh, for their lawn mowing, I, you know, make sure that there is a section that talks about uh, the leaves and it, it talks about uh, all the other, you know, service charges that I may have, like animal waste, um, trampolines, all those sort of policies and stuff like that. But that fall leaves is one you definitely want uh, to have in there so that they know right from the get go uh, what to expect in the fall. So there's no surprises, especially when if you're doing like I do, um, where you're taking all, uh, you know, you're only taking um, uh, customer credit cards and doing everything with credit card on file. There's no option for them to pay after the work is done, all that sort of stuff uh, in terms of, you know, them cutting a check or paying cash or anything like that. It's all um, billed uh, once a month to their credit card. So the last thing you want uh, is to go into the fall uh, uh, and uh, them to start getting bills that they weren't expecting uh, because uh, they weren't aware that you were charging for leaves and stuff like that. So you want to make sure that's clearly defined, um, you know, uh, from the beginning. So I'll have a minimum charge uh, listed on there. And basically it just says that all uh, properties that have uh, leaves on the lawn um, after fall storms and, you know, during leaf season will have an additional such and such added uh, to each and every mowing to cover um, the additional time it takes uh, to, uh, do those jobs, uh, with the leaves, uh, cleaning up the leaves, of course, because you can't go and mow lawn, uh, and only mow the lawn without cleaning the leaves if the lawn is covered in leaves. So it's just something you want to make sure that you have in there so that they all understand, uh, come the fall that, uh, at your discretion, 
um, you will charge for leaves. Now, if I show up to a property and, you know, there's only a bit of leaves um, and it's not going to, uh, you know, they don't have trees around or anything like that. Um, and maybe it's just some leaves that blow from across the street or something like that. And it's not something that's you know, uh, adding any additional time um, to the mowing. So if uh, typically I mow a property and I'm emptying the bag uh, once for that property at the end of the, you know, the, uh, the job, uh, and that doesn't change, then I won't add that leaf cleanup charge, even if there is leaves on the lawn, uh, if it's just a few leaves. But if it's covering the lawn and now, you know, uh, you are typically, I'm emptying that bag once, at the end of uh, the job, if now, you know, it's taking me two or three uh, times stopping and having to empty the bag, then yes, I'm charging uh, that leaf cleanup surcharge uh, on that particular property. So just uh, making sure you have that laid out because uh, this time of year, it does add a whole bunch of extra time uh, to your day uh, where, you know, uh, it may not seem much, especially on smaller, uh, you know, postage stamp properties, um, you know, these typical dense city type properties, uh, you know, it may seem like it's only a few minutes here and, and there, five, 10 minutes extra on a job or so. But at the end of the day, that adds up to, uh, you know, a couple hours of extra work um, that, uh, you know, if you're not careful and you don't uh, make sure that you're charging for that, um, that's a couple of extra hours that you're working each and every day uh, throughout uh, the month of October into November uh, that you're not getting paid for. So you want to make sure that you are charging appropriately and that those customers know uh, that. And the other thing uh, to make sure as well is, uh, you know, if you are taking those leaves away, um, is your dump fees and how those can change because um, typically um, with uh, a lot of places too, they may do it by weight. And for me, as you can imagine, uh, that can uh, fluctuate uh, a lot uh, depending on the weather uh, because if I'm uh, cleaning leaves on a, a day where they're dry and crispy, um, you know, that, uh, you know, if I were to take that away, like I used to in, uh, many years ago, um, you know, my trailer would uh, significantly um, vary in weight, uh, you know, if it was a dry day or if I was having to clean those leaves after a wet day and those leaves are all wet, uh, you know, it's going to add a lot more weight. So you want to make sure that you're accounting <clears throat> for that uh, as well. So those are my leaf uh, cleanup tips uh, for, uh, you know, uh, cleaning uh, small leaves as we uh, get into uh, here, uh, you know, into the fall. The leaves are actively uh, starting to fall here uh, and, uh, you know, using small mowers uh, and, uh, the, you know, those typical uh, sort of setup of uh, trying to uh, work efficiently, work smarter and not harder. So uh, that's it for this one, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs>